0: Hi, my name is Teddy Gibson and I'm the creator of the personal development school. This is your daily breakthrough video. And in this video, I want to talk to you a little bit about how to communicate your fears to the fearful avoidant. If you are a dismissive avoidant attachment style. So if you are the dismissive avoidant and you're in the situation with the fearful avoidant, there's different things that are going to help you facilitate healthier conversation where you're going to feel heard. Your needs are going to be met more, more effectively, And the very first thing is that you want to be transparent about what's showing up for you. So if you have, for example, a need, and let's say the need is to take more space or time alone, or just to like take the weekend off or whatever it might be, if you just say the need, it's not going to go nearly as well as if you say the need, and then you couple it with why, and it may feel a little bit jarring at first as a dismissive avoidant to like sort of like have to explain yourself. But the point is that you're not here to over explain things. You're just here to share context. And if you can just give a little bit of context and insight into things, it's actually going to help your needs get met a lot better. And it's also going to show that you're willing to take that other person and their fears and their wounds into consideration, which is very healthy compromise in this dynamic. So when a fearful avoidant knows the why or the context, it stops them from projecting their own big wounds and fears onto a situation, like, oh, you want to take the you want to cancel the date because you're gonna go see someone else or, or whatever unresolved traumas they have are likely to pop up and be catalyzed by a, a, a sudden change in in the relationship, a sudden change in plans. Um, and so when you express a need and you can say, look, I need to take the night off and it's because I'm really burned out. I had a long week at work and I just need some time to myself to like recalibrate. And that's how I soothe, you know, just saying things like that, that give insight into why and give context literally help the fearful avoidance so much and help you as the dismissive avoidant. If you're watching this, um, get seen, get heard, get your needs respected and honored by that other person. So that's number one, number two. Um, When you can also add vulnerability to this and when you can share, like when you have something you want to share, if it's personal, if it's a fear, if it's something you need again, um, whether it's a fear, a need, a boundary, whatever it might be the more there's vulnerability as well, the better. So the more you actually share, it's counterintuitive to what like you would probably receive while in communication, dismissive avoidance, listening to this, Um, you know, it's not that you, um, it's like you want to share your feelings. And sometimes that's triggering if you're on the receiving end of it, or sorry, yeah, if you're on the receiving end of it, because dismissive avoidance, often don't know what to do sometimes with other people's feelings. Cause there wasn't a lot of modeling for dismissive avoidance around this stuff. But if you can practice getting in tune with your own emotions and then you can practice like actually sharing them, like, Hey, I need this because I feel exhausted. I feel tired or I need us to have that's taking the night off and canceling a date or something. But let's say instead it's like, you need healthier communication. You might say like, Hey, cause I, it, I really feel hurt and affected by conflict. It really doesn't go well for me. It really affects me for a few days afterwards. And so I really need us to work on volatility. When you share what you're feeling, that is so well received by the fearful avoidant. And so the more you can put that in there, the better you're going to get heard, the better you're going to get understood and the more harmonious and safe things are going to become over time as well. So that's another really big tip. Um, Another big one that's um, very beneficial in this dynamic is to validate the fearful avoidance emotions when you see them. So if the fearful avoidant's upset, you can say, Hey, I see your hurt, or I see you're angry, or I see that you're afraid, or I see, and when you can see what they're feeling and you can just acknowledge those emotions, especially if they already start by communicating them to you. Like I'm hurt. I'm angry. I'm upset. When you can just repeat back, I see you're upset. I understand. And even say things like that empathize. Like I understand why you'd be upset in this situation. The more you have things like that, it is so regulating for fearful avoidance. It really helps communication especially if you're trying to work through moments where there is a bit, a bit of friction or butting of heads and you want things to move back in a healthier direction. Again, it just makes them feel like, Oh, you're on the same side as me. You see me, you, you want to understand me. And the more you validate that you do understand them, you do see them um, the better. Another thing is we've got transparency, we've got validating their emotions, we've got um, more vulnerability, we've got letting them know that you see and hear them um, and empathizing with them. We have so many more. I feel like this could just be a really long video that goes on forever. Um, I will share one or two other little ones, but um, if you want to do a much deeper dive into all of this stuff, by the way, we have this like in-depth course. I keep mentioning it in the other videos, but it's literally in-depth you see the slides so you can take all the notes they're there for you you can pause you can see everything that's there um and it talks about all the stuff in so much more detail like the needs the fears the wounds how to communicate from both sides um, the, the reprogramming necessary, the love languages in this dynamic, how to meet each other's needs and love languages, how to do the reprogramming work as individuals and in the relationship together, like just all the tools that you need to really thrive in this relationship and take something that may be on the rocks and, and convert it into something that can really be amazing. So, um, we have all of those for all the major attachment style interactions, and you can check them out. If you go into PDS, you can go into the webinar library, they're there. Um, and just type in the title, um, fearful avoidance, and dismiss avoidant dynamic, for example, um, even just fearful avoidant, dismiss avoidant, you'll see it. Um, and you can check that all out and you can check them out for free for seven days by clicking in the link below. So, anyways, um, another really important tool is to practice um, letting the fearful avoidant know when they communicate. That you need them to communicate consistently and that you may not be perfect and just like hey I need you to run remind me sometimes it doesn't mean I'm not trying it just means that I'm getting used to this sort of thing, and it needs to become a bit of a program for me so if you can see your needs through. Um, and make an effort in that area it really helps and I will work to meet them as long as you're communicating directly and also to ask for literal and specific communication it really helps um the da feel like it's clear what they need to do and it's not like ambiguous or vague which can sometimes make the da like shut down um another thing when communicating to the fa is let them know what your needs are. And um, it doesn't have to be like really specific into a context of a situation. Most days are gonna be like, I don't know what my needs are from other people. And that's fine. That will come over time as you start trusting a dynamic more and learning that like, hey, I actually can sue and rely on someone else and it can be a good thing. Um, but some of those needs will be things that are just baseline, things like harmony, um, consistency, a sense of safety, the ability to communicate through things in a calm manner um, and, and sort of work things out, um, wanting to be understood, for, for a difference in need, sometimes for needing time alone um, and asking for compromises in a healthy way, like, Hey, I'm going to work here. And can you work here? Um, So let the fearful boy know that. And also let the fearful boy know what helps you tick in a relationship, which are often things like small acknowledgements, appreciation, care, support, consistency. Again, a lot of those um, DA things that really help to like heal whatever um, wounds were, were often there. Unmet needs were there a lot of the time from childhood. So, um, we could go on and on. There's literally someone to say about this. These are just some high level tips to get you started. Hopefully this makes sense. Again, if you want to go much deeper, click the link below, check out the webinar course, um, with the slides and all that good stuff. And thank you for being here. Thank you for watching. Please like share and subscribe if you haven't already, and I will see you in the next video.